0: Alma Pictures and Baker Street Media present Second Ease Cubed with your hosts Ayla Hadi, Allison Weaver, and Johnny Pinera. Second Ease Cubed is a technical podcast dedicated to critiquing and celebrating performing arts and inspiring the next generation of creatives. Welcome back to another episode of Second East, and this time we are talking about Brazil. And our medium for today is film. So we're really, really, really excited to show you our thoughts about the film Tudo Que Aprendemos Juntos. From 2015, directed by Sergio Machado and in English, that is called The Violin Teacher. And it was written by Maria Adelaide Amaral and Marcelo Gomez. And then, of course, the screenplay was by Sergio Machado, Marta Nering, and Antonio Miro de Moraes. Um, And the main cast. Of course, is Lázaro Ramos, Caica de Jesus, Elzio Vieira, and Sandra Corveloni. And of course, Fernanda de Freitas is the next build. But we won't go through the whole cast, but we today are going to share our impressions of this film. And uh, of course, a short little line about it is, after failing to be admitted into the OS. ESP Orchestra, a talented violinist, is forced to give music classes to teenagers in a public school. He soon finds his world transformed by the power of music and friendships formed with his pupils. And, of course, this is having to do with the Sinfônica Heliopolis in Sao Paulo, Brazil which actually is still going on and it's really been a great legacy for Sao Paulo. So really excited to share about these things with you and we look forward to, um, yeah, just discussing more in details.
1: You know, look, well, it's a beautiful film, as you know. It's a beautiful film. You know, anything that's called The Violent teacher, you know, it's going to be a beautiful film. Um, it, it runs, you know, very much on the there is a, a sort of a template for certain forms. Um, uh, you know, the form where you have mm-hmm. the teacher come in and it's been used in various forms. Uh, American markets used it a lot, you know, um, mm. for, uh, uh, usually the feel good form. Yeah. Um, where you have upliftment, where you have sacrifice and tragedy and all these things happen. They're generally not very happy films, um, but uh, At the end, they might give you a a carrot, you know, they might give you something nice. But it's to reflect, I find, these films which can be categorized as art films. Yeah, they categorize them very often as art films. Now, that's a dubious thing to say, because the moment you say art film, you're then dictating. Really, you are, because it's like art form has a certain taste. It has a certain look. It has a certain sound. Uh, Long pauses, minimal dialogue, silences, uh, you know, uh, uh, Mm. using your blues, using your blues, crushing the blacks. All your way of filming and style is, is, um, especially of that time, you know, and even further back, actually, you know, you can look at all of them um whether it's the kid playing the drums or whether it's the other one or the other one you know they, they have a, a formula um and there will be the moment where you burst out crying you see you are brought to that moment what i find lovely about this is is more than anything is that they didn't go with gratuitous violence in uh, uh in the sense of like let's say uh, i'm not i'm not saying that uh <sighs> City of God was gratuitous, um, uh, because it, it wasn't, it wasn't. They were trying to portray as close as possible to the truth. thing is, people don't want the truth. That's not why you're making the film. You're making an interpretation. Yes? Um, so, so even within that, what, what happens is when you start like glorifying violence, in the sense like you're showing a lot of it, and you're trying to get as close to reality as possible, uh desensitizes more than anything Mm. it does not show the horror right and i like very much about this was that they didn't do that and uh they 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 were extremely sensitive and subtle uh, in that area um uh, to me i find those things predictable but that's because i'm in the industry only that purely that looking Mm. at it objectively as, as i imagine an audience member who's not it is one of those beautiful films, the kind of film you take out and watch, you know, either with a good friend or on your own, and you get immersed into it. You immerse yourself into it. And, uh, I always, I tend to kind of read a movie right in the beginning, you know, -hmm. before before the answers. It's unfortunate, but it is um, as such. And, uh, the performances are impeccable. The music, absolutely impeccable. I mean, it's all round. It is so beautifully made. It is a... Uh, Brazil can be more than proud of the industry there. And they have a very strong industry in Brazil. Mm-hmm. It's to get people to go there mm. and film. You see, now, Brazil is not what people believe it to be, or, you know, the stigma attached to it. So mm-hmm. it's not that. It isn't that you know and uh brazil is a lot more um one only hears of, of obviously you know people feature on the things like favelas or, or mm. like in here townships and things and they yeah. feature that because that's got more color it's got more action right it's a it's, it's a sort of a vicarious uh phew, oh, danger i suppose for an audience um and and I don't say that these films are going to to change anything. They don't. And I don't think that these films will in any way uh, inspire anybody, because I don't think they do. Um, However, what that film does do, it takes great courage by going forward and performing it to the best of their ability in their truth at that moment. And that is very evident in this, very evident, the sincerity. That is portrayed on the screen irrespective of what might have been going on behind um this government funded a film like that uh doesn't usually make profit uh it'll break even uh it's a festival it'll go to festivals and it will get uh, awards yes and uh that will then spur the, the filmmakers on to other things um This film specifically, um, I'm taking as not based on a true story. And although there are many stories like it, because I do know people that have entered into those realms in various ways. Uh, I speak of my friend Janice, who worked in in the UK uh, as a voluntary teacher, and she worked with the hardest um, uh, kids that they were, you know, the the real, like kind of, you know, gangsters, the gangster kids. Yeah. The ones mm-hmm. that would threaten her with a knife. Um, and, and she, she hung that one out and, and I asked her why, you know, and she simply said to me, Johnny, do you know what? It's the weirdest thing, but it makes me feel a hell of a lot better. And that is the theme for me here is that everybody is gaining a way of coping with their own inner um, deficiencies or self-esteem or pain mm-hmm. whichever way you wish to look um through various means the one is music you know is, is which is, is is the truth that is the truth you play if you play music i can promise you now it will take your mind away from everything mm-hmm. when you play and it does mm-hmm. and at the same time, it, it was like you know how each one of those individuals inside of that in that film by giving, and this is the thing is, it's by giving without them making it moral in any way in the portrayal, but by giving they show that is how you improve yourself when they say improve yourself it's not about money it's not about your where you stay it's improve yourself as in how you feel how you feel about yourself and others mm-hmm. and those choices seem to have been made right through you know um uh, the kid makes it the the, the the teacher makes it the whole orchestra makes it they all make these choices that we wish people would make, you know, in this world, we wish we could be able to make those kind of choices. Um, Very often we don't. So the one thing that beyond many things that I took away from the film, it didn't drag, not at all, not at all. It's not a fast film, but man, it didn't drag. before I realized that it was halfway through the film. And because the subject matter, I could relate to as Johnny. I could relate to that teacher. Mm-hmm. I could relate, you know, all those, the, the way he was experiencing things and, and the difficulties that you face and his own internal kind of uh, a rage, you know, with himself, obviously, because I don't want to spoil anything, but you know, because he can't make it, you know, he gets there to like the audition and, and, and it's just, it's too much. Mm-hmm. It's just too much, and that's his that's his crutch. And um well, let's put it this way, that's his hurdle, his music is his crutch. Uh, then to 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 bring him into the like circumstance where now to go to those children, which is a strange thing because life actually does that, one might look at a film and think to yourself, Nah, that's just I mean that's like a little bit of coincidence, isn't it? <laughs> and it's not actually it's not no life does do that uh that's how we get steered along the yeah. way that's how we get uh, channeled that's how we get helped um and that 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 is a definite that's that's assured but to watch as a film if you want to uh, for me one of those kind of films, if you need a little bit of chutzpah, if you need that thing that like, you need to be given that little bit of guava to say, carry on, just keep going, just keep mm. going, just keep going. Yeah. That is probably a, one of the most beautiful films that I've seen to do that. Uh, I did a film once called Dollars and White Pipes, which dealt uh, in a very, very graphic and truthful way uh with a friend of mine bernard bachis who was, was leader of one of the biggest gangs here in south africa vicious vicious the gangs are vicious oh, wow. um but they're also business Gangs are business you know uh but they made the movie mm-hmm. of his life right he got out of the game and anyway and, and we we went and we had to go and speak to all the heads of you know the various gangs as to whether we could do this and get their permission and of course pay um and respect there it is uh so 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 there we went and made it. now that form itself went in as and that was graphic man it went completely for what actually does go down in 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 those circumstances with gangs and in that kind of lifestyle in those areas lavender hill and such um and the youth of course it's always the youth mm-hmm. And now I watched that now where they use that. And I can tell you it meant so much to the community that it was about. And that I can say from experience. So I'm imagining that, I hope it is, that this film did the same, you know, for the community that it's made about. Uh, they really hold it; it is for them uh, uh, being seen the identification issue, um, you know, that they're not forgotten. Because that's most of the time. It's, it's like situations where you just pluck a whole lot of people in a like place where, you know, which we call slums or whatever we wish, and uh, uh, leave them there and forget about them, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you know, and, and, and then everybody else who's making a buck can carry on their lives, you know, and then you have your middle class. Uh, whereas the people that are there, these are actually the bread of the nation. That is the bread of the nation. Mm-hmm. Um, majority, bottom of the pyramid, you know, and I don't mean that derogatory, I mean bottom of the pyramid as in the largest. Um, they buy stuff. Um, but it's human beings. It's human beings. To be able to change. Oh, it's a tough call, man. I did five years in the prisons, you know, working with guys. uh, And you learn a lot over five years. You learn what's realistic and what's not. Yeah. Yeah? Um, And, and, uh, you know, the, the various realities are there. They always are. But when you present a film like this and to watch a film like this, the amount that any audience member can take away from that, that can only but be... Of benefit is mm-hmm. immense, and, and I, I applaud, and I really do applaud, and I, I bow to the people that made that because it was hard to make. I could see it was it's not an easy movie to make, not it was you either make it work or it doesn't. I mean, if you if you're not one hundred percent, you know, focused on your truth at the moment of anything in that film, it'll read as so phony, and you lose the audience. And uh, not once it never pandered to anybody it, it it really really the the makers of that film uh held it in great respect and and I value that
2: I value that greatly so I said thank you for that. Yeah. yeah. That's me. yeah I'll go you I'll
0: know. that was lovely. You know thank you for your thoughts. That was like a whole very poetic breakdown.
1: Well, well, it's very Johnny, poetic, I know, but, you know, if I go realistic, then it kills the whole thing, you know? It's okay. Have, <laughs> you know, If I have to break it down, like it, it just kind of kills it, you know, which, why? Why do that? No,
0: you, know? you, no, that was very, that was very profound, actually.
3: Um, I'll Johnny always takes us it. on a journey. Right? But the film is
1: profound. <laughs> I must admit, the film is profound, even though it might have been done, like I say, this formula. And yes, they might have followed a certain formula uh, that has been played out in many other films as well, Uh, also inspiring films. Man, can one really hold back on inspiring? I mean, if you inspire, baby, you got me. You got me. If it's going to inspire, oh, oh, yes, oh, yes. I will, I will. I kneel outside the dojo, you know, it's straight. Because what else? Oh, that's beautiful. Something can inspire. Yeah. Mm. For
0: me, I think the film, I found it like, in, I forget, it was a pretty obscure way, <laughs> like when I was searching for Yeah. Um. To watch a long time ago, like a good while ago. And I came across this film. And I watched it in Portuguese, and I was like, "Where did this come from? This is wow!" And like, like you, Johnny, I also felt the you know I could see the formula, but it didn't feel like formula when I was watching it, which was great. And it took me back to my time when I was in an orchestra, youth orchestra, and uh, I could just I could relate to some of the the struggles of the teachers or the students. And uh, it was for me, one of these films that like, I just couldn't get it out of my head after I saw it. And just like, it's just a very well done, like well acted. Well, they, like in they could, you could tell they were working with a budget, but it was, it was just so smooth, like smooth as butter. And like the clock just flowed so nicely. And I mean, I'm the kind of person that will probably judge a film in five minutes.
2: And mm-hmm. uh,
0: that's my own issue. But uh, I was able to like, just feel the time, like not feel the time passing with this one. And I think I especially really love how they use the like different venues like with different venues like the the orchestra of sao paulo's like home um i forget what the theater's name is now and you could just see the different parts of just sao paulo that they were highlighting there and i also saw the um, documentary later about the foundation of the orchestra sinfonica the heliopolis And that was really interesting because it's like the story is pretty close to the actual thing. They add some creative liberties, but it's actually really, really, really fascinating. Um, So for me, I love, I love, I love things like youth orchestra and helping people to explore art that don't usually have those kinds of resources. And so it was something that really caught my attention and then I was, I didn't regret a minute of it. So that's, wow. that's my thought about it. Um, really just a great experience film wise. And like, I didn't expect a lot out of it at first, but it definitely surprised me. So,
1: uh, yeah. May I add something? Sure. Um, just that the, as far as the, the film industry is concerned in Brazil, you know, uh, so much more can be done to support Brazil in that area. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's not about like Brazil going out there and doing all this publicity, which they have done <clears throat> in the past. And I don't think they get yeah. a very good um, reply on that one. People form their own pictures in their minds because mm-hmm. they've been shown. Uh, what have they been shown always, always, always? This is the Pablo world. It's the, it's the, they're
0: always know, being the, shown the real, world. not
1: even so they, they Exactly, you get me. So yeah. that's what you see, and that's what then everybody that's has that's in their minds. As I think. Yeah. And I love the way that they didn't do that here.
2: Yes.
1: You know, they took that's... that into complete consideration and said, no, there's a whole world here. You know, it's it's like any country you know it's right, like a crying exactly. out loud if you wanted to you could go to America and you could shoot Skid Row you know right through the movie you know right. and uh, you know if you do that long enough people will think oh America's really gone to the dark <laughs> you know yeah. you see you see it's, it's how you how you present it. Um,
0: that's yeah. right <clears throat> and I think this yeah. film to just go along with that really quickly and don't mean to cut you off either, but Uh, the thing that uh the thing that i really like is that it was trying to be very authentic to brazil and as someone who knows a lot of brazilians and very familiar and comfortable with brazil and brazilian culture just the 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 whole thing is it really tried to stay true to itself and I think mm-hmm. just like what you're saying, like it presented like a very real view of that place. Like it's mm-hmm. not like anything over the top or or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just just real. It's just it's just there. It says here. This is something that you might not have seen to the audience. It's like here. Here's a real version of us. So, yeah, go ahead. Aya. You can uh, share if you like.
3: Oh, um, Sure. Uh I'm trying to gather my thoughts. It's been lovely listening to you and Johnny share your thoughts about uh, this movie. So it's kind of difficult to transition from listener to active discussion mode. Um, you can do but it. this movie. I, I can do it. I can do it. This movie, I feel um, visually was stunning. Um And also, like, for the music was well done, which, of course, it would need to be considering the story itself. Uh, and I think we you both have already touched upon that there are certain narrative um, blocks, familiar ones that occur throughout the movie. This isn't a new story to say it's not like something completely unique. It's been done before it's been present within uh, pop culture. But I think that's kind of more to deal with those really exceptional teachers that have the ability to touch the lives of their students. And um, it happens when there's almost an alignment of stars. For that to happen. Um, because I at first for the for the movie, I was just like, oh, it's just a fictitious story, but apparently it's based on a true story. Um, and then it kind of brings back memories of like the movie The Freedom Writers, I think with uh mm. Hillary, yeah. Uh it's like similar themes, except that's with writing as opposed to this one is like music. So I think it just touches back to that common theme and It's a lovely theme of people whose lives have been affected by creative and passionate educators Um, and watching it now just kind of makes me mourn for the U.S. education system as it is right now Um, for the listeners worldwide who aren't really following the story. But basically in literally since the early 2000s, but it's picked up considerably since the pandemic. It's been going through crisis after crisis in terms of educators leaving the profession, like in mass, wonderful, passionate uh, educators feeling like they need to leave the system because the system is not upholding them. Uh, So watching this kind of made me mourn those educators who had to leave before that, the time that they actually wanted to leave and it also reminded me of teachers that i've had in my life who recognized a spark within me within other students and gave those encouraging words that really helped propel the trajectory of their students lives i felt like it was a celebration of that um and you see like these students the way that they're initially introduced they're very like hard um and just almost as if that they are far beyond any sort of help when that's not usually the case you know at the end of the day they're still children and i think that society happens to have a almost unforgiving view of kids like this, they take a look at them, they have all these preconceived notions and immediately go, oh, they're way beyond help. And it's not that they're way beyond help. They just need that one special person to recognize that their inner selves. Uh, so that was really beautiful to me. I, as You guys can tell I'm kind of passionate when it comes to educators. I come from a family of educators. Both of my grandparents were educators uh, starting off as teachers and moving up into, um, you know, like more district level uh, organizational. Roles, so. I was kind of raised in that environment where education is beautiful education is necessary education is the foundation that we build our lives on and i love to see movies and media really propel and lift that up because oftentimes i feel like especially in i don't know the last couple of decades there's been kind of an anti-intellectual kind of wave that's come through um, where people kind of mock or tease uh, intellectual pursuits or just the idea of bettering yourself. Yeah, yeah, there was this whole discussion um, with For instance the sitcom friends about how friends kind of uphold anti-intellectualism in the way that it treats the main character ross geller for instance who was a phd paleontologist and kind of how they were poking fun at him all the time for kind of um having like quote unquote intellectual pursuits so there has been a strain of anti-intellectualism unfortunately like you know how we see it all the time if someone is really into a certain form of literature or um really values for instance science what do we call them you know uh, it's been kind of lightened in the last decade or so but what do we call them we call them nerd we um put down their interests, um, you know, roll our eyes at them. So it's just been an unfortunate part of the culture, at least from what I and other people can see. Um, yeah. So, so, I'm so I went just on, on, in yeah. some
0: bubbles. So
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like I said, I will always support um, people who uplift educators and this man the main character it's not something that he woke up one day and chose and was like yeah i want to become a teacher it happened because of his own life circumstances and finding himself in a certain situation after failing his audition um but he still had that magnetic ability to connect um despite you know all the obstacles that were facing him i thought that was beautiful and yeah I, <laughs> I went on this whole tangent but honestly like the the music the cinematography beautiful and i really wish this was more ex- uh, accessible in the united states it's so difficult to access here oh my goodness
1: going to what you were saying that uh, the, the guy playing the lead and and the choices that he made I was I was so oh man grateful for the choices he made. He never made any grandiose mm-hmm. choices, or and he definitely didn't go for for like sort of cliche choices. Um, you know, you could mm-hmm. see that within him mm-hmm. that he didn't go, and the director didn't go for any kind of the uh, you know uh, the the happy clappy choices.
2: <clears throat> it yeah. was.
1: It was definitely. Mm-hmm. Reluctant. You could see the man's reluctance, without it being. Dead. You know, you could see that this this guy. I mean, he, he was thinking, "I'm not coming back. I'm not." No, he did his first like little class, and like you could see in his eyes, him going, "I don't. I don't know if I can come back to this." <clears throat> and uh, yeah, and yeah. You know, and those kind of things, and and I love the way that in film you can jump time. You see, this is beautiful, you know, where you are suddenly watching people playing terribly, and then like suddenly you see them and they're playing like you know, what I mean maestros, uh, you know, with a little jump of time. Um, and it, it also, if I may add, if I've got the space, um, that in in any of those circumstances, and I found that personally that people that are in those places, the perfect, perfect expression is always entertainment. Mm. It is, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if mm-hmm. anything that I've, any work that I've done in like, uh, you know, low income, squatter games, blah, 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 these camps, blah, 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 blah. You know, we're so-called, you know, the so-called low income. Um, the moment I introduced drama and music, and these sort of things and put a chap on the stage, his whole personality would change. That's right. Uh, because it is, you know, you deal within those places with extreme low self-esteem and fear. Mm. Um, 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 yeah, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's how it operates. Not not any different to, to, to the rest of the world, uh, actually. Um, you know, we might look at it and think it's just endemic to that. It's not, it's everywhere. You know, you might be sitting in a beautiful, plush, bloody, uh, large suite uh, in a suburb somewhere, but 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 the light that you're leading has the same sort of elements in different ways that register within the the, the, the person, uh, you know, resulting in the loss of resulting in the fear, resulting in all those things, you know, uh, that 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 people mm. to and take, uh, and. It's just that it's highlighted a little bit tighter when you start getting into uh, townships, favelas, because everybody's right on top of each other. And uh, when you're living that kind of, you know, but when, and and you become faceless.
0: Johnny, are you back? Uh,
1: Yeah, I'm here. Are you back?
0: Yeah, we, you, have you the, we have the we have the rope associate. The sound gin is after you right now. So we're gonna have to like uh, grab grab some holy yeah. water or something. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'll check something out of it. Don't worry. I'm throwing buns as we speak.
0: Yeah, we need to have because the gin <laughs> is after your sound right now. I don't know why. Anyways, I know why. I know why. Well then I'm glad you do. So let's see. <laughs>
1: You know, but speak to the gin, don't speak to me.
3: <laughs> uh, Johnny, I'm going to need you to take some water mixed with kosher salt oh, the corners so of your get, home.
0: He's going to give you
3: holy yeah. salt
0: over there.
1: That's it. Thank you. Thank you very much. We're going to give salt. you holy water,
0: holy salt, and I've, I don't know what I've else. I've got it all. For your yep, house. i
1: got it all. i got it
2: all. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm glad you know why the, why the sound gin is coming to you because I don't know why. The ropa sucia is driving me mad today.
2: <laughs> anyway, well, so... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because so,
1: if it didn't, then it wouldn't be radio. It wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be a podcast because that's what right. makes podcasts. Beautiful.
3: Yeah. <sighs> so, I want uh, to try that. Dramatic whisper. Okay. <laughs> I <hope you> <laughs> dramatic whisper.
1: If you want to learn how to like turn life into dramatic, talk to me. <laughs> talk
0: to Johnny. He'll tell you
1: all. <laughs>
0: Sometimes when I, when I wake up in the morning and I have to take a call very early, like I am doing right now, I'll just <laughs> tell them, Welcome to my sexy podcast voice. And I start to talk like those NPR reporters, like, Good morning, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Welcome to yeah. this show. And now I'm going to have a very low voice. Yeah.
2: That's
1: the best way to go. That's you know, attract their attention. Whisper. Yeah. yeah. But,
3: but Yeah. <laughs> I've been. Gosh. I've been listening to Johnny. He has like a very theatrical voice. Like it draws you in. I'm just like I want and to try I- that too. <laughs>
1: you know it's there's some things that you just can't escape you know i'm a storyteller storyteller, you know (laughs) (laughs) and i can tell you it served me well yeah
0: we'd like to thank you for joining us for today's episode
3: this episode was produced by alma pictures and baker street
0: join us next week for the next episode of our podcast. Thank you, merci, gracias, gracias, danke, and have a great week.